will begin in five. Four. Three. Two. One. Thursday night CrossFit talk with Scott Schweitzer and Jamie Latimer. We're about to change the game. We all get taken names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the sky. We're about to change the game. We all get taken names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the sky. Hey, Corey, they call me Doc. Giving them all that we got. Kick on the door. Try to knock, but nobody answered. I'm going hard to take him a chance. I give him What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. My name is Scott Switch. I'm the Clydesdale. She is 2023 Legends Champion, Jamie Latimer. What's going on? How much? Getting back into the swing of things. Come on. You got to get. <laughs> well, is, Damn. is there really much to be excited about? That's to be determined. I think there's a lot to be excited about, and we'll get into that in a minute. But what are your... I got back from Tempe, and it's like, it's Christmas. Snowing on the ground? No, like, I literally have my family Christmas party this Saturday. Okay. So I do too. So mom's coming in tomorrow. Um, Kids coming in tomorrow night. Christmas stuff on Saturday. Then Monday is my wife Julie's birthday. And then we like smoke all the way into Christmas. And then a week later, it's my birthday. So like this is pure celebration two week thing for us. Crazy. So your family's this Saturday as well? So my mom's side of the family, I think I said this before, my mom's one of eight kids and like the whole family lives around here. We go to the Eagles, kind of like a VFW type hall, one of those. Um, so we basically have to run out the hall because the family's too big with green, with the kids and the grandkids. Um, so that family Christmas is Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to let this person in while we're still chatting about Christmas, but um with all the soccer scarves behind them. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so it, it all ramps up. We So this is just my side of the family. Julie's side will be actually like Christmas weekend. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll do all that. Um, but, um, yeah, so just everything ramped up when we got here. And what I have to figure out is, you know, last year I did the Hot Ones Challenge on my birthday and made it a live show. What am I going to do this year to top it? We're supposed to be doing Linda. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you forgot about that? <laughs> totally. Okay, well, we'll discuss totally. it. We'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> All right. Well, one of the reasons we're here, and I want to get this news off the top because I didn't I missed it somehow. Did you <clears throat> see that Andrea Nissler is pregnant? No. Yeah, I'm gonna share my screen. So it totally slipped by me. Um, I just actually cat um, sent me the reel today, but uh, it's about the two nerdiest parents in Minnesota. And they're actually dancing to you can call me Al by Paul Simon. Oh boy. I know it's old news. Can I said, I missed it. (laughs) I didn't know. So it's brand new news to me. Are they married? Yeah. Oh, yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, like, um, I swear she was just on Savon like not even a year ago, and she just had a boyfriend. Uh, what what does this look like? Ah, when did they get married? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought they'd been married a while, but oh. so um, yeah. Cool. So Andrew Nissler is pregnant. Uh, super cool. Um, I just wanted to get that out uh, off the top before we get mixed up in all the other stuff. But um, we're really here to kind of like wrap up legends. That's our main thing tonight. Jamie has to go right at nine o'clock. So we won't be able to like just kind of hang out all night like normal. But uh, we want to get all this in. We mentioned off the top, 
Jamie, 2023 Legends Champion, 40 to 40, 40 division. Your first time competing in that division. So uh, I brought on Andrew. Andrew reached out to me, wanted to help out uh, because he has a completely different perspective. And just to let the audience know, I'm going to keep talking for a second, is I was at Athlete Briefing and Joe and Bob came out and they were introducing everybody, parts of their teams. And they said, we have this original six skeleton crew. And uh, they introduced those six. And then they said, we're bringing on a seventh. And that seventh is Andrew Sten. So I, I jumped through the roof when I heard that because nobody works harder than this man. Nobody volunteers his time more. He is one of the best dudes in the CrossFit space. And I am so that they um, brought him on as part of their crew. And he's only, I mean, it was an amazing crew to begin with. And he's only going to elevate that. So congratulations, Andrew. Thank you. Yeah. And I had no idea. It was, it was complete surprise to me. I, I really didn't even know about the skeleton crew really until recently, but I knew that that group had been, they'd been running it since, no, since I first started going four years ago. And so, yeah, I was just like, I was blown away. Yeah. Such a cool, such a cool thing for you. So you're here to give like a, a perspective from, I guess, part of the skeleton crew and volunteer experience at legends. Mm -hmm. So I, I saw what was going on for the, for the volunteers. And I thought it was an a plus way that, that a comp takes care of their people. I want to hear from you what you thought. I, they do an awesome job. I, Bob, Joe, uh, Sarah, Joe's wife, um, Amy, uh, and Aaron Halda, like Aaron was the head of the, the reset gear team. Um, and then I'm sure you, I'm sure Jamie's met DJ in the, in the briefings and everyone loves DJ. So, I mean, it's, (laughs) um, but yeah, I mean, they, they, they really do their best to take care of everyone because they know how much they're asking of the volunteers. Um, and it's, it's tough. I mean, Scott, I mean, you've been to big comps. I mean, Jamie, you've been to, to really big comps. I mean, they're the really big comps, the games, Wadapalooza, Rogue, they get people easily. Everyone wants to go there. Um, and Legends has been kind of like in between a local comp and a Wadapalooza type. No, they're 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 and they're getting to that level. They're really getting there. But no, they, they struggle to get volunteers sometimes. Um, so they're they're really reaching out to people, um, you know, locally and everywhere. And so, and then sometimes you know, they can only get people they get people that think I can do one day or I can do half a day. And so, like if if, if you watch the judges, like you'll see sometimes faces that like are there and then aren't there. And so, I mean, and, and that's what they deal with it. But they they make it work, and they are so appreciative of everyone that that takes their time out of their weekend to to support what they're doing. So I, I got to be in the, in the volunteer lounge to eat because for the first time ever media were fed by the event organizers, which was, which blew my mind. Yeah. When I first saw you in there, I was like, what's he doing in here? It's like, yeah. But it was, they, that's really cool. That, that's, that's great that they took care of you like that. Media vendors and volunteers. Mm-hmm. And how smart is that? Vendors pay for the competition for you. Media publicize the competition for you. Those two people happy has to be a great thing for the competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it just helps to spread the word of what they do for people. I mean, like you said, to keep the media people happy, they're going to bend over backwards to, say, to, to get the content out and to make really awesome content. And if you've, and if you've seen any of the content that some of those some of the photographers and stuff have been doing, they've, they've really do, they've been doing a lot. Yeah. Be relentless. And I have really hooked up. We've talked all week. Um, I think he's going to help us out quite a bit going forward. That dude's reels are sick. Um, I cannot wait to work together with him. Oh, I thought Jamie lost power again. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, 
so then what about what about um like i th- i saw shoes for the judges mm-hmm. yeah if the you were first shirts all yeah. of that stuff yeah first form like they did they did the shirts um but they did their apparel for everyone for volunteers and uh athletes um tier came in and they they if you volunteered i think i think a minimum of three days i think if you did at least three days you got a pair of shoes from tier which is really cool um no every volunteer got a backpack a virus backpack like a really a nice backpack Um, and what's really cool one thing that they did um something that the games does and then scott you probably know this so you get you get a coin you get a challenge coin um they usually give it to us on thursday at the volunteer dinner um but it's really cool. It's, it's you know, a, a cool memento for people that go to the games to get it. It's different every year. And it's, um, you know, all the volunteers get one. The judges get a special judge one, which is which is really neat for judges. But it's just cool because you can collect them. Um, but then uh, they did patches for this event. And then apparently Sarah was looking at that. She saw, oh, they do coins too. She's like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to be, do coins? And right about the same time, I'd been on the phone with Joe and mentioned to Joe that it'd be cool to do coins for that. And he's like, Hey, that's what we're doing. And so it's really neat that all the volunteers, I think athletes got them too. I think just the podium. Oh, just the podium. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, they they got a challenge coin to commemorate. In other words, Amy got one. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really, it's really, really neat that, Though they're doing what they can to, to really elevate the experience um, from the volunteer staff side to make it something that it's something that people want to go to. And it's, yeah, yeah. it's really cool. I mean, obviously, they're going to uh, no, probably do it at the no in August when they do the games. But then, you know, they've got that space that with Arizona State, they've already locked in the dates for next year. So I think that's really going to be a great venue for that event. You know, there's so much that they, can, that they can do there. You know, they, they can make use of the pool every year if they want to, or the one year they'll yeah. use the pool. Uh, they, they, they've got soccer fields that, you know, if they, if they get use get used to the soccer fields now, however the deal works with them, with the school. But I really think there's that there's a lot of potential there. And it's, you know, who doesn't want to go to Arizona in December? And the weather was amazing. Just take lots of water bottles. <laughs> but um, I, that that leads me to another point. Um, to pull off a cool event with multiple floors requires a lot of volunteers. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. if if someone is interested in volunteering for Legends next year, how would they go about doing that? Um, I mean, they'll probably put it out. I think this year they announced it somewhere around June or July. I, I know it was before the games that they announced that they were looking for volunteers. Um, but yeah, they just, they just throw it out there. That, I'm part of the skeleton crew now. Just reach out to me. I'll take <laughs> yeah. care. I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I, 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 I'll put your name on the list. I'll, I'll, I'll send it up the, up the chain. Um, but yeah, there it's somewhere, you know, in the summertime, they'll, they'll, start looking for volunteers. Um, no, it's try to get as many as possible. Uh, I mean, it's, it's long days, but it's fun. It's really, really fun. Um, it's fun. I was watching um, Jason Grubb's video today. He did a, like a kind of like a recap. It was a bunch of different um, things, you no know, cuss from, from each day. And at one point he said, no, he's talking about, no, no, it's competing. It's hard. He's like, and he's like, it's no, it's fun. But then he's like, well, it's not really fun. The compete, the compete is not fun because it's really, really hard <laughs> and it's really, really draining. Um, but and then I, I posted a comment on it. It's like it's we get you no, know, at least for me, I get a lot of joy and fulfillment out of doing it. I mean, it's long days, it's hard work, but I enjoy helping put on the event for the athletes. It's 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 something that I get a lot of a lot of positive energy from. That's how you and I met. Yeah. yeah we met. We, we volunteered at the same event. We got to know each other. We've been hanging out ever since yep. uh, at different yep. CrossFit events. And it's like you, every time you go to an event, it's like hanging out with your friends. 
You're oh, all busting your ass. <clears throat> you're all doing everything you need to do, but you get to hang out with your friends while you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, we call it, I, we call it a family reunion. I mean, they're, 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 I mean, I'm sure Jamie's seen some of the same judges at all the events. I mean, we're, we're, we're this, we're this tight knit group. I and mean, there's, there's, no. She knows your names. <laughs> She's got a list. <laughs> I try. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, we, I mean, there's like, I'd say what, 40 of us like that, that, I mean, that go to the games, that go to Rogue, you know, that some of us go to MFC, you know, the semifinal events, you know, a lot of Palooza, you know, it's like we meet each other and we just, you know, we get connected and, we we stay connected, and when we see each other at the at the events, we just have a good time. We we enjoy spending the time together. So at Legends, I've said this early in the week. It it was special. It was it was different than other events I've been to, and I truly believe because the event organizers care so much mm-hmm. that they're mm-hmm. out and they're present at all times, and we'll take a question, we'll take a comment from anybody from a volunteer, from an athlete, there, there's nobody that they're above and they'll, they'll, and they'll receive that and they'll act on it if needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I they're, think they're, that that's what makes it special. Yeah. Yeah. They're always trying to make it better. I mean, there's, there was a time like we're at one point, you know, we, for uh, probably about the time that, that Jamie's group was going on the, on the, on floor two for the, the squat clean handstand walk uh, event. Um, I got a call in the radio. I was like, oh, we need judges. We need judges. And like some of us, had ju- we, floor one had just gotten done. And so those people were tired. They'd done the same event all day long. So like I'm like, okay, they need a little bit of a break. So Bob jumped up and was like, all right, I'll go. Bob Jennings hopped on the floor and, and he judged a, a, a heat. I mean, they're not afraid to, to to get out there and do stuff like that. They'll 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 clean up. I mean, if, I don't know if you saw the recap video. I mean, they're after each night they're cleaning up the, the place. I think you know, there's a picture of Joe with the floor cleaner getting the floor clean. So I mean, they're they're I mean they're do they do what needs to get done. So I, I want to give you a couple minutes just to like give your last overall impressions of the event. Um, and then we'll let you go to get on your with your night. And I'm going to talk to J- Jamie about the events themselves and how those went. I mean, it was, it was really, really a great event. I mean, I started I mean, the last time I was in Arizona was in 2020 for the legends event. The first year I'd done it. You know, that, that was you no know, COVID. They rented the parking lot in Goodyear, the parking lot of the reds since I reds, Cleveland Indians spring training facility. And so there's outdoor event first day rain, cold rain. The people in Arizona said, we haven't, we haven't had rain here in nine months and it rained all day long, wiped out the entire first day. I mean, it's so it's just wiped out an entire day of competition. But then no, the next day we just got going. I mean, it was cold. It was outside. I mean, it was a crazy event. I mean, the people there, like, okay, they they had to draw circles on the ground and say, okay, people have to stand in these circles so they to, to keep the distance. But I mean, just the way the event has grown, I mean, the next year was in San Diego, and then last year was at Mayhem. You know, it's just every year it's gone up and up and up. Oh, so the fact that it was at Mayhem last year that they saw the potential, They're like, oh, we'll help you out with that. You know, and it, it was that was a very unique experience. I'm sure Jamie thought that too, to, to do a competition at mayhem, you know, it's, it's, you know, but then it's, I think that, you know, with the, the, with the stream that they, they were able to do that year, I think that just bumped it up another notch saying, okay, people took notice of it. And so it's, it's, and that's, you know, really helped them with getting the, the CrossFit games. And, and so I think it's just every year they're just doing better and better and trying to take it to the next level. Um, and they're, that, that, that's their main focus. That's their passion. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on here. Um, it, can I go get you a uh, Columbus Crew Championship scarf to go, to go dude, up there? Dude, don't even, don't even be like that. That's not even cool. <laughs> it, they're the champions, right? So, like, yeah, the championship uh, scarf. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, here we go. 
yeah for all the other all other people uh if you can't if you can't see it it's bad yeah fc cincinnati sorry yeah Columbus I, 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 MLS yeah I know. but but they didn't win the league so supporter shields supporter shield team that's what matters okay <laughs> i'm gonna let andrew go yeah. um have a great don't get me started on that on. And uh, we'll have to get you back on um, as we move into some of the other events, man. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be here. All right. Thanks Always a lot, man. Good to see you. All right. Have fun. All right. Well, thanks to Andrew for that. And so pumped for him that he's going to be part of that crew uh, mm -hmm. developing probably the CrossFit Games and Legends next year um, and be a big part of that. Uh, so he's been a loyal listener of ours since we first started. I was friends with him in the judging community way back in the day. So uh, it's been fun to kind of see him develop. Let's move on to you. Legends. This is your third Legends appearance? Correct. So you did San Diego Mayhem this year? Correct. You start the, They start the day off with the swim and the one rep max we talked about it briefly on the wrap-up show that we were able to do um from tempe swim went well one rep max you pr'd and you really kind of did really good damage control there yeah it turned out okay i mean we knew it wasn't going to be spectacular i'm happy with the, sp the swim um but yeah, 16th or whatever I got in the lift is not worse than 50%. So I'm happy. And for me, the swim, you were, you had a, one of the best races of the weekend when you were behind the person in this, in the lane beside you, the entire race until you both touched the last wall with one lap to go at the exact same time and race to the finish. And you reeled her in and took over one more spot. Yeah. And that was, Ronick and I were jumping around and Jim and everybody was freaking awesome. Um, so that was, that was great. Then we went into day two, which was Jamie's day. I think they've renamed that Jamie's day. <laughs> yeah. Those were better workouts for me. And, uh, the night before I called that you would win event four, you right. said, no way, no way. Then event three comes and you decide to win that one. So that one was the bar muscle up. No lunge. Lunge. The lunge. Lunge, oh my deadlift, gosh, all peak squat clean, devil's press. Okay. Double, double. Yep. And if you dropped, you had to do the penalty of devil's press. Correct. Yeah. And that was on the back floor. Correct. It was chaotic. And then you got into the lead and then it became pretty obvious. Um, <clears throat> thoughts about that event? Um, I liked it. it. I mean, for me, like any type, usually any type of muscle endurance test is going to be good for me. Um, and I like, I like those challenges of like, there's going to be a penalty if you don't do this. I mean, it is, I probably would try to hold on to it anyway, but there becomes like a gaming system. If like, do you break it? You know, like make, forcing that and forcing that uncomfortableness in the grip is, this is just a cool little twist. You came off the floor. Your first words to me were, it's all in my forearms. It's all in my yeah. forearms. And I was like, that win may have just cost me the next win. Yeah. That was my first yeah. thought. That was not the fastest time, Ronica. I think there was one that was like 30 seconds faster in the next, in the 35, 39. Yeah. So Jamie's answering this question from Ronica. Did we find out if your time was the fastest time of all age groups? <clears throat> so you win that event. You feel you got to be feeling pretty good you were not looking at leaderboards ever during the weekend. Now other people were looking at them 
Correct. <laughs> but you were not. So then yeah, you go into event four, the event that I said you were going to win because you were one of the best rope climbers I have ever seen on the female side of the sport, regardless of age. Thanks. You crushed that workout for 95% of it. Yeah, it was it was not a perfect run. I'm, I mean, I'm no. not ecstatic with that workout by any means. I had a couple, everybody did, but I had a couple feet misplacements. The rope was really light, um, but luckily the rope climbs are my strong suit. So even like a quick little fumble and reset my feet is, is fine for me. Um, but I think that kind of stuff like extra taxes people's grip and they just kind of panic. They're up there like, shit, I cannot lock my feet. And they either come down and go back up or they just hang there extra long. And again, they like panic. Um, so for me, I just, I really like rope climb. So what's one extra second to rehook my feet? Uh, Nicole said the video you took of the rope climb, it was such a cool angle. That was my gold medal for the weekend. Figuring that out, getting that shot was awesome. Um, that's the best thing I did all weekend. Uh, but anyway, what was cool about it is you were one and a half pools every single time. Every single time, consistently. Your descents were unreal. They were so fast. You made up so much ground on your descent every every single rope climb. So then you get the the panic part for you came in the heavy double unders to start. Yeah. Yeah. Which should have been fine. I just, I don't know if I was already thinking about the crossovers. I have no idea. It just was so awkward. I just started jumping and flailing and it just wasn't, I don't know. Luckily it was only 20, got through them and went back and it, and it was okay from there on. Um, and the, the single under or the double under rope at the end was the rope, not a rope I've ever used in my life. Um, and like normally I would be able to do 60 unbroken, pretty much no problem. I had two trips right at the end. I just, I don't know. It is what it is. So when you did your first rope, jump rope, Ronick and I are looking at each other going, what in the hell is she doing? Like legit, yeah, yeah. that was that was what was happening. Yeah, and I said yeah. to her, I got to shut my camera off because I just can't, <laughs> I can't keep recording this. Yeah, we don't need footage of that. And so <laughs> then you went, disaster. the crossovers didn't give you a single hiccup. And then you got to that final double under rope and you were fine and you had to do 60 and you mm -hmm. were fine until 55. Yeah, basically. I don't know. It might have been 50 and then I tripped again at like 58 and had to do the last two. Um, but I think I was just rushing at that point. So. Yeah. And then, um, Ronica said, uh, you've been watching Jim too much, <laughs> yeah. but our guy, Jim, our guy, Jim to second place, 65 he plus. He was, he was in first in that by a long shot too. We do lots of rope climbs and we do lots of jumping rope. Um, but he grabbed a long, a long rope. So you could get small, medium, large, long, um, from RX smart gear. Cause we had to use their ropes. And again, neither Jim and I have these ropes. We have, we have our free roll rope, the beaded crossover, which we both did those unbroken. And you can tell we practiced that, but we don't have the other ropes and Jim grabbed a long and it was way too long. I like, he must've tripped every two. It was, he was by a long shot in first by probably 30, 40 seconds and ended up getting second in that workout because he could just not get through his double unders. It was frustrating. Uh, Corey says a 58-2 is a bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but as predicted, as predicted, you did win that event. My grip was actually okay after that event, Nicole. Um, I thought it was immediately going to blow up just because it was only, I don't know, maybe two hours after the double dumbbell workout. And I was fine. I, yeah, my grip was fine. 
you recover so fast. It is unreal. Um, so then we, we go eat that night. We do the stuff. Um, you come back the next day and you have, is that, that's a bar muscle up one, right? And the cleans and the snatches. Yeah. Yeah. And so you went and did that. And, and this is where like, I saw a maturity in you from when I first met you. And that is that you saw the girl in front of you. And at one point you were like, it's not worth the juice. Isn't worth the squeeze. Yeah. And you let her have the victory. Yeah. So that you would, you would be ready for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. I just knew that the, like I needed to have some, like a decent amount of reserves. That was even a shorter um, break. I think it was only an hour and a half till the squat clean handstand walk. And it was, 155 pound squat cleans 40 of them that's very heavy for me that's like i don't know almost 88 percent or something of my one rep squat clean like i don't have a high squat clean i have a decent power clean terrible squat clean um so it's i in my head i was like if you wreck your if you give everything here and can only recover to like 80%, you're going to be in trouble on those squat claims. So, cause I felt super comfortable for through like round two and three, three, like started to catch up with you, but it was like, do I try to hold on unbroken? Do I try to pick up the pace here or do I just stay this comfortable pace and hold second where I'm at? And that was kind of in my head where I was like, yeah, it's, I just need to just stay steady. When the reality is it's five points. Like, yeah. and if you, if you're wrecked going into that next event, you could have lost 20, 30 points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was another so damage like, control event. So that's where I like the Jamie I first met would have been like balls to the wall, pedal to the metal. Let's go. And I loved that, that you made the smart decision um, to help you the rest of the weekend. Corey Leonard says, uh, FYI for y'all for y'all who don't know, Jamie eats like an NFL lineman. I seen it. Sometimes. She does. Yeah. She does. <laughs> I like my food. One, one of the points I was going to make is I watched the Jason Grubb video and he is very much about like, I got to get this many carbs. I got to get this much protein. And he's very analytical about everything he does through travel, through everything. When you're with Jamie, it's just, I need to eat. It's not, I need a carb or I need protein. I just need food. Yeah. Yeah. I get like, if I get a headache, if I get hangry, it's not good for anybody. So like Aaron tries to avoid that from ha happening. Um, and I like kind of got a little hangry at night, the one night, cause like dinner was really late. Um, so yeah, for me, it's just food. And I like, I'm, not going to try to just grab like a candy bar. I'm going to try to grab protein usually of some sort. Um, but yeah, I don't care. I usually just get me some food. Yeah. So then you I've go into that. that way. <laughs> I appreciate that about you. <laughs> Cause, Cause I'm the exact opposite of the competition. Like I don't eat. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody's got to tell me to eat. Like Corey, the entire weekend is texting me. Uh, it's time to eat. And I'd have to send I mean, a picture back. I like props to those with the discipline. It's just, it's just hard on me. And like, I, I don't have that. Like, I think I put everything into the gym and work and stuff that like, I don't have that mental capacity to put into portioning out food. And I just truly don't care. Like I eat until I'm full and it's never really been an issue. Like, physique wise, like I think I burn enough that I haven't had to like, I mean, I'm, so, I'm so fortunate with my genes that I haven't had to. So like, again, props to everyone who does nutrition, correct. I've just been very lucky and I just eat when I'm hungry. So you go into your, your heavy squat cleans. You, Ugh. you hate squatting. 
Mm-hmm. You hate I heavy. Hate, I don't hate squatting. Like, I love wall balls. I just don't like heavy squats. <clears throat> well, let me put it this way. You know that you your squatting takes longer than some. And so you yes, know that yes. that puts you at a disadvantage even with the light squat, but then you add heavy to it and then it's, it just, it amplifies that. Yes. So your strength was handstand walk and it became evident during this workout that this was not a handstand walk workout. Yeah, not really. I mean, the top two, two or three were like very, very good handstand walkers. Like, like running on their hands, essentially. Like, I mean, no one's as good as Danielle Brandon, but Katrin type handstand walking, like very good handstand walking. I'm not that good. And as I get tired, I take longer breaks. Um, and I'm just a little more methodical with my steps. I, I do not just like run on my hands. But I do, th- I mean, I think I have pretty good endurance and handstand walking and it's it's pretty good um it's just definitely not world class by any means so like the the people that beat me i would say they like i don't know what probably one or two of them definitely were stronger and squatted faster but i think like one of them wasn't necessarily fatter faster in the squat cleans just was that much faster in the handstand walk than me so where did you end up in that event uh, was I six in the handstand walk one, hun? Fifth or sixth. We're not sure. Okay. I just noticed there's a crutch behind you. Yeah. Aaron's getting surgery. Yep. Where is that? Right there. Yeah. Oy. I know. January 5th. <laughs> okay. Yeah, his, we'll his talk about that later. so bad. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Um, so then, so so that's pretty good damage control with a heavy squat clean to be top five, top six. So your run from Saturday morning or from Friday morning to Saturday night was first, first, second, fifth, sixth. Yeah. yeah. Then you get to the final day. What what are your thoughts going in? Is it you have a, a pretty, you had like a 38 point lead. I don't know if you knew that. Um, we didn't really talk about where you, you stood. You had a 30, 38 point lead going into the final or two events. I think that never changed the entire day. I think I lost. Yeah. I think I lost two points. Yeah. Like it would, but you won by 36 anyway. And so I did not know where I was. What I had asked, I had messaged Tristan and asked if I just finish right behind Carrie in both workouts. Like if I just watch her and finish right behind her, am I safe? And he said, yes. So I assumed if she took first and I took second and that was, that was literally my plan. Like kind of, she was the one I took was sat right behind in the uh, bar muscle up one. And I was like, okay, I can just sit on her heels. And hopefully, like, hopefully we don't get middle too much. That tends to be the case at a lot of these comps. It was a little different at this one. Um, But usually it's like me and another person. And there isn't like a broad range of skills in between. And we just keep going back and forth for points. And I was kind of hoping for the final it would be sort of like that. Like I was like, okay, just sit on her heels and finish right behind her and you'll be safe. Well, I started the last workout and I kind of tried to stay right with her. And then she had an issue with her belt or something. I like looked forward and she was stopping. She was setting the the dumbbell down. So I was like, okay, well, I guess win this one. And then you have some leeway in the second one, which it turns out I needed. Um, So I backed off. This was two back-to-back workouts with a short rest. I never left the floor. You did work out one six minutes, six minutes of help me out. It was dumbbell snatch went up by twos. So two, and then you did 10 goblet squats with that dumbbell. It was a 50 pound dumbbell. So you did two, 10, 
four, ten. He just kept going for six minutes. And we, I finished the 16 snatches and did like three squats. I could have done more. I, but again, I was ahead of her. And I actually thought I was in first on the floor, which I think I was first on the floor until I went slow at those squats. And then Julia did one more squat than me. So I got second on the floor. I did not realize that two people from the first heat had gotten even further. But that's okay. I was more about placing behind Carrie for me. Um, so, yeah, I backed off to try to, like, again, not, not just crash and burn. You only got a minute rest, and then you had to do 50 thrusters, 25 bar-facing burpees. And thrusters, again, are that squat. Like, we did a lot of squatting. I say we. Well, I squatted okay. to take pictures. That was about it. And then, but you did a lot of squatting this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so, so you finished with the thrusters and that one didn't go. You said you needed the, the big win over Julia. So I think she finished 10th after in the first part of that event. So you actually had like six places on her and then Carrie, it, Carrie. it almost carry. And then it flipped. Um, on the next event where she got six places on you. Yeah, basically. So six it ended up. I got 10, yeah. a, Wash. Yep. Which is what you wanted anyway. Yes. Just not the plan and how to do it. Yes. Um, I have a lot of issues with that workout in general. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, in my opinion, whenever you use a lot, this is my opinion, my opinion only. Whenever you use dumbbells that frequently in workouts, it leaves judgment calls very, very open to the judging aspect of it. Um, and I think that there were some inconsistent calls in the placement of the dumbbells in the thruster. My opinion, just yeah, from an my, observing point of view and a former judge. I never want to see out of competition the placement at the end be dictated by judging on the floor. And I saw that happen in a couple of age brackets. And that is extremely frustrating to watch somebody get stopped or just continually no repped while the person that's behind or ahead of them, basically behind them because then they pass them, is doing exactly what they're being told not to do and just moving light right along like it's another day in the gym. I will say this. I think happens in all sports. They were making a point of emphasis about the bar, the dumbbell placement and they overcorrected just like Way they do in yeah. the NFL, just like they do in major league baseball. And yeah, I think you should not make it a point of emphasis in the middle of an event. Because then things get haywire. Yeah, but back yeah. to like the good part of the story. Um, Corey says, having the ability to play defense in a situation like that is elite level. And I agree. Yeah, I mean, that's really like the only way I like, like to operate. Um, I, I've said this, I can't stand chasing people uh, or I can't stand being chased. I would much, much rather chase somebody. So if I know I'm in control and can like dictate where I want to be way better for me, if I like, if I have to go on sprint and try to hold on and pray that I win a workout, I usually redline and tank and it doesn't work out well for me. So yeah, I like to be able to dictate pace. So what I'll say is overall, I thought the programming played out better and than it did in my head. Overall, for the weekend, 
the last day was not my favorite, but I am not a programming expert, but the rest of the weekend played out way better in my head or way better live than it did in my head. <clears throat> so I have to give them kudos on that. My only beef, which I've said earlier this week, and I will continue to say for all events that don't do this is a finish line should be away from the chaos. Wherever the chaos is on the floor, the finish line should be opposite that. So you clearly know who has won or not. And you can count one, two, three, four. Agreed. On that back floor, it was shorter. It was like a Wadapalooza type floor because it was shorter. And when you finish in the chaos, it there, there was no way to tell who finished, who was chalking up, who was waving to their mom, who who was doing what? Because it was it was just a mess back there. So Corey, I will say, Corey's saying at the finish line should be clearly defined. They had clearly defined finish lines on both ends of that floor. However, they finished on the end where everybody was finishing up their squat cleans. So at that point, you couldn't tell who just took the step to the finish line or who was over getting in the chalk bucket or who was like, you just could not tell. Yeah, it was weird. So. I mean, um, to their, to their credit, it kind of sucks for you guys as spectators there, but to their credit, if, if truly the athletes know what they're supposed to do and the judges know what they're supposed to do and the times on the floor are correct, it doesn't matter because they weren't streaming this event. So it didn't need to play out great for spectators. It sucks for you guys that are there for sure. But obviously a storyline on the floor was not their first priority because they weren't streaming. But they had people there. They had a, quite a few people there watching. And they, they, you'd still need to tell the story for them. I mean, it was not like Dubai. No, we had way more fans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Dubai, you could do whatever you want because there was nobody there watching anyway. Mm -hmm. But at, at Legends... There were lots of people there watching. And you do need to tell the story for them. So, I mean, I did my pros and cons earlier in the week. Um, and I can run through them if I can sort them fast. They're all on post-it notes. Um, yes, Corey, that was really Dubai. That actually looked like the fullest, that what you just brought up is one of the fullest I've seen. Yeah. It, it was never it was less. never better than that. No. Yes, um, we did, Corey. <laughs> Have more spectators at MFC. So my uh my pros, and you can jump in here if I missed any, state of the art facility, so many amenities, uh great great lighting and everything was right there. Um, on time the entire weekend. In fact, the back floor even got ahead at times, uh, which is awesome. Um, sure. Open feel, everything, uh, open feel around the event. Like you could get to and from things pretty quickly. Uh, the vendors were awesome. I, I said programming, to some degree, um, I, I had it as a con as well, but I thought that it did play out better uh, than I thought it would. Uh, the directors were always available, and they tried to fix things quickly. Uh, they took care of the volunteers, the vendors, and the media uh, with food, shoes, lots of shifts. And then they had a secluded volunteer area where they could go just kind of take a breath. Uh, the pool was amazing. And there's so much potential with those backfields uh, behind the behind the area. And then my cons, I must have thrown them because they're all the way back here. Uh, 
uh, cons were the, how many, and this is inherent that they can't even fix, uh, number of divisions, so many divisions throughout the day, uh, the programming, because there's so many divisions and the, they only had so many volunteers, they could only, um, use a couple of the floors and everything was a sprint. Um, long days, uh, and very repetitive. The media space, um, I, I mentioned this to them personally. You need a place where you can go set up a laptop and like cut video, edit video, stuff like that. They didn't really have that. I had to like commandeer my own room to do that during the weekend. Uh, not exclusive use of the facility which kind of gave it a cool thing with the college kids. Like what the heck's going on here? I want to check this out, but it limited the warm up space and the warm up area for the athletes themselves. And, um, I can never read this. It's my chaos piece. That's it. Um, finish away from the chaos, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yep. Events, please, 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 please. Uh, Wi-Fi was actually pretty good, and we we just used the guest Wi-Fi. It was crazy. Like the school's <laughs> guest Wi-Fi? Correct. Wow. Now, you had to register like an account, so you, it wasn't like just open free, um, but it, I never had a problem the entire weekend with upload or download speed. So... Um, Corey, I will answer this. Corey asked, I meant to text you and ask how the warm up area. Yep. I meant to ask how the warm up area was. So I'll give you some of my like pros and cons. Um, I do, th I do like the facility. However, I feel like in an, I feel like they need to figure out something for the parking, whether it's kind of like at MFC, like we bought a parking pass. And that pass got us in, like, you could be, come and go from that spot. This was a pay-for ramp. And I realize I'm probably one of the rare ones, but we had Scott with us, and I go with Jim. And Jim is in the morning, and I'm in the afternoon, and we had one car. And what would have been really great is for us to be able to go, leave, and then go back. But we didn't have that luxury unless we wanted to spend $32 every day. And that just gets extremely expensive when this trip already cost us more than we can afford. Um, so parking, I think, sort of, I wish there was something they could do for that. Um, Warm-up area was god-awful, Corey. I heard so many complaints about it. That will be one of the issues that they need to address if they want people to come back to that camp. Um, for one, hashtag no machines, because there was no machines at this event. So there was no machines to warm up on. You couldn't bike, you couldn't, unless you went and took one of the college kids uh, runners. I don't actually don't think there was any bikes or rowers. There were, there were some stuff that had like been like tarped off and I did, and I don't know if people a couple people from a local gym brought their own rower if they found these, but there were like two or three rowers sitting out. So somebody did get a rower out. Um, I personally went up and jogged around the like indoor tr carpeted track that they had. That's how I warmed up for everything and then used some bands. And then you were like three people on a barbell in this tiny little like hallway strip is kind of all you had. So not great warm up. Um, not great for a one rep max snatch and clean and jerk event, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I yeah. think that's going to be the, the one thing. And then my only other issue is I still have no idea if we won anything. As of right now, the volunteers got more than we did. You got a coin. So, I got a, so did the volunteers. You got a medal. Okay. Okay. They got a patch. I didn't. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> um, it's just, 
honestly, like we got less than we got at MFC. And I've already said, like, I won't be going back to MFC if that's how MFC is. And I actually got a few things from MFC. Um, I actually got a pair of shoes. Uh, I, as of right now, I got a medal. And there's no communication. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, Nick, Veronica got the coin. So I didn't even get the coin, Scott. Well, you, you can get it back, I'm sure. <laughs> I gave it to her. It's fine. Um, well, that really stinks. And and it would, I would hope that they would communicate that somehow. I would too. Some way. I will say, like, Again, this is the first time in this facility. I can't speak to what the last point you made, but with the warm-up area, there is a lot of outdoor space. Like they could use they they could use some outdoor space for a warm-up area if they wanted to. Or if they could get it from the school. Yeah, I I do think there's potential um for some warm up. It wasn't, it honestly wasn't that warm. Um, like in December, if this runs again, like it is going to run, they already have this set for the community event. And I don't know if maybe that's the, the whole thing. Like the games is going to be in August and the community event is going to be in December. And maybe the community event isn't going to pay. And this was the precedence for that. But man, I think that should have been communicated because they paid the last two years that I've been. Um, and I fully assumed we were getting paid at this event. Um, I mean, I plan, like I plan my competitions around. So I have no sponsors to speak of. So like, I need to win prize money or I cannot do this at all. Um, so I, Travis, I have no idea right now if there was prize money or not. I saw someone ask on one of the Instagram posts and I liked that comment and hoping that there would be a response and I haven't seen a response. Pride pride is great. It doesn't pay for the airline fare or or the and, Airbnb. And quite honestly, if if me winning was enough to get somebody to be like, you know what, Jamie, I want to sponsor you, like for real. I would be okay with it, but that even that hasn't been enough for me to get anybody to back me. I get it. I get it. So, uh, I I hope that you're going to get paid. They didn't live stream. That was a huge cost savings this year. They right. had huge sponsors there with tier. Um, with first form, with Watt Outlet, RX Mark here, tons of big time sponsors at the event, and they cut costs by not live streaming the event. I would hope that you would get paid prize money for this year. I know you will, um, Travis. Uh, Carolyn says, Do you think people will travel? From all around the world next year, if the prize money is less than what it got at the games prior, no. I, do, I don't. I and I actually that's been my worry, Carolyn. It's kind of been my one big thing that when this announcement got made, they were taking away our games and it was moving to Legends. Was that it will not? For one, it probably won't have the same prize person. I don't know. I'm praying that it will, but like I'm guessing it probably won't. Which for part one makes it less like prestigious to go like probably not going to get the same kit all the gear then you don't get as much money as you did in the past and because of that less top names go so then you don't really feel like you won per se because you don't even know if you competed against the best because not everyone showed up because it wasn't worth it uh, Barbell Spin says, hard to get sponsored when biggest comp of the year isn't live streamed. That's a great point. I know it was very frustrating. And like, we live streamed all my events, um, but I know that like doesn't go out to everybody. And I, I don't know, I need to get it all up in my YouTube and it probably should have been live streamed from my YouTube. Um, 
but that's one one heat. Although I don't know if everyone wants to watch eight, twenty eight heats. So yeah. Well, I know you have to go. You have a family coming in tonight, so I hate to cut this short because we didn't even get to half the agenda items. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a bonus show sometime. But I know we things can, are getting can, busy during the holiday. Go ahead. Go ahead for a few more minutes. My mom's not here, so I'll let you, I'll let you know. If you want to, if you want to go into like Grub's recap, let's go through that or whatever was next on your. Thing about Grub is I, I wanted to say that you and him are so different. Um, I watched his his thing today, and like he's so analytical, and you are so not. And um, and it would just it just really caught me as funny. Um, but I think like. And this is more like an off the air thing. I think we need to do more stuff like that with you. You're very open at an event and why not have a camera on you during the event, warming up different things, talking to people and we can air it on the channel and, um, and your channel and get some stuff out there. Cause I do think that that it gave me just a great idea because you have a different, you're so different than grub. It'd be a, a, a cool, like different perspective. Um, we were going to talk about Dubai. I showed you the stands. I think that says enough. Uh, I'll tell you who won. Um, Karen Frey on the women's side and Andrea Solberg on the, came in second. Claudia Gluck third. Manon Anganese fourth. And Elisa Fuliano fifth. Watched it today. Man, I, my big question with Dubai now, I better hit the men before I get into this rant. The men, Roman Krennikov first, Ricky Gerard second, Lodzar Jukic Third, Fabian Benito Celis, fourth, and Anoyo Akai, fifth. Can we even consider Dubai a major event anymore? Do I need Man, do I need to show the picture again? Because like exactly. there was nobody in the stands. Yeah, nobody. It's, and coverage isn't good. Like you you wrote this, you're probably gonna say it, but um no coverage on day one. That's typical of them, but that's hard to garner interest there when you don't, again, just like legends, if you aren't broadcasting, it makes it hard to get followers for it. But the coverage that they did have was pretty rough. I mean, it's that old school, like following one person, show the one person at the finish line for 30 seconds. You aren't even following the story on the floor. Right. And beyond that, there's no connection between the direction of the videographers and the announcers they're separate they're just the announcers are calling from the feed they can't tell the person to go to this lane it's yeah. just it's so it was um i am a crossfit geek it was unwatchable yeah yeah I, carolyn i think that's tough because because of that uk fit fest and so many bigger names there I think it definitely also took from Dubai. Like if those are going to happen in the same week and one is going to pull bigger, bigger names than what was at Dubai, then I feel like Dubai is no longer going to be a headline competition. I'll, I'll say this barbell spin aired some of FitFest. I would have rather watched that than a Dubai. The, the, the one event they got to show I was fascinated with just the way the athletes were, were attacking each other with, they not only had the three teams, but they split them down even more into duos. And it, it was just so fun to watch. And I was more excited in that one event that, that spin showed than I was at watching Dubai. It just, I, I couldn't get a feel for what was going on. Yeah. yeah. Who is Barbara? Brian, who is Andy Murray? This is the second time I've heard this guy. Who is he? Andy Murray was a tennis player. Like was the best what? in a tennis player. Okay. Like okay. the best in the UK. Okay. okay. And he was at the UK Fit Fest, not Dubai? Um, I think he was at Fit Fest. Okay. okay. No, no. He was in Dubai. He was in Dubai because I saw a picture with uh, Emily. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Something, I guess. Yeah. Um, Carolyn said they need to figure out scoring. Every year they have so many time caps and ties for scores. Yet 
all of that. Oh. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't like understand who tested their workouts or what. Um, I was like, either this is way over-programmed or yeah, they didn't test it. Cause not necessarily that it was over-programmed, although questionable was the amount of squats, but yeah, to not Spin. finish any workout is ridiculous. You did awesome for what you were. You had one guy with one camera walking around the floor and it was still better than Dubai coverage. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there was Dubai and I just, I, and the price purse keeps getting lowered, Carolyn too in Dubai. Agreed. Yes. So, so yeah, at one point in time they were, they were giving out a lot of money. Um, and now it's, it's just fading. And I think the whole overall competition is as well. It's not um, even a CrossFit event, a sanctioned event anymore. They pulled out of that. So Carolyn said it was higher than last year. Maybe because they saved money on not licensing it. That was probably their plan. Yeah. That's that's good. Good, good. Um, well, I think that I think we can end it there. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about the semifinals at some point. We have these those on here. It kind of keeps sliding by. I want to talk about it because I think we need to talk about that the event organizers are back to the independent groups and not CrossFit and what that means to semifinals overall. Um, so with that, I, I do want to talk about it, but we'll, we'll catch it. Semifinals aren't for six months. We got plenty of time. Hopefully with that, we get more announcements and we can discuss more of the season once we get more announcements. Yeah. 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 We have assurances. We have the right people to talk about that once we have the final stuff in place. So with that, we will see everyone next week on Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. Goodbye, guys. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.